Blog Talk Radio. lost his mind and said it's disrespectful. It's actually true, Rex. 
and anyone else out there listening, it's true. Arizona 0-2. Arizona blew leads at home. Arizona playing with a backup quarterback. Arizona was widely considered the worst team in the NFL coming into the season. Dallas was literally just put on the top of many people's list as the best team. Look at that, that smothering defense. Before Trayvon Diggs went out, people were calling this defense potentially historic. Think about the Ravens and the Buccaneers and Bears and defenses like that. People were comparing this team to that after two games. Trayvon Diggs, and obviously that, that, that changes things. But he's right. He's right. They played down to their opponent. And this is not the first time Dallas has a history of being better on paper, having a better roster, better coaches, better everything, and then laying eggs when, when, you least, when you least need them to lay an egg, Dak and his untimely interceptions or the defense and missed tackles or penalties. This is what has happened over the last decade. A uh, combination of Jason Garrett and Mike McCarthy coach team. You know, uh, Bill Parcells was a, a, a guy who turned the franchise around and we started to get out of salary cap hell, and he started drafting and bringing in quality players. And, you know, I always wonder what would have happened if Romo hadn't fumbled that extra point, you know, because that was it. Bill Parcells, he retired after that, never to be coached again, never to coach again. But had Dallas went on and did better, won that game in Seattle, and would Bill have maybe stayed another year? We, we don't know. We'll never know. But, but he left. He left a, a good core, and Cowboys have built off of that and have had good rosters for over a decade. What? We go back, Parcells is what, 15 years or so? 12 years, 14 years, something like that? I'd have to go look. So we've seen this story many times. And so what Micah said is absolutely true. And would you not want them to think that? Would you not want them to think? Sure, you could say, well, they just got punched in the mouth and they were beat by the better team. But do you really think Arizona – do you really think if Dallas and Arizona played next week that Dallas wouldn't wipe the floor with them, that Dallas wouldn't adjust to what Arizona just did and go in there and and wipe the floor? And let me remind you, Trayvon Diggs is out. Can't do nothing about that. He's gone for the season. Starting center, out. Our our Hall of Fame, uh, all-world right guard, Zach Martin, out. Our Hall of Fame, all-world left tackle, out. I'm not making excuses. I'm stating facts. Three of the five starting offensive linemen, two of them already destined for the Hall of Fame, were out yesterday. So bring those guys back in, and then let's play this game again. And, again, I'm not saying Dallas still should have won, even with what they had. But when Micah says we played down, it's exactly what they did. They played down to that, that competition. Should have wiped the floor with the, with the Cardinals. Should have beat them. Look, I was in the red zone, one for five. Instead of four for five, one for five. Give them three touchdowns instead of three field goals. Now it's 28-28. You don't think Dallas would have figured out a way to win that game? And if they're scoring touchdowns, can we automatically assume that Arizona would score touchdowns off of that? Now you got your scoring, you got energy. Because the defense was flat, 
I'm the last person. If you follow the Madden voice and you listen, I'm, la- I'm the last person to make excuses. Dallas lost. It is not the end of the world. And all of this, you know, it's raining up here in, in uh, New England. Um, we get storm Ophelia, so it's, you know, rain. But it's not raining in my world. It's not raining in my Dallas Cowboy land. We're still 2-1-1. And I have faith that something, you know, Dan Quinn is a hell of a defensive coordinator. And last year, even with uh, the other cornerback position being weak all of last year, Dallas went 12-5. and five. They went 12-5, and five, went to the playoffs, lost to San Francisco. Okay? So I have, I have confidence Jordan Lewis is back. Deron Bland, you know, he's, got, he, 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 he's going to be good. He's not there yet. Okay? We'll be okay. It's not Trayvon Diggs. We'll be okay. I, I think this overreaction when Dallas loses is ridiculous. It's ridiculous by the fans who want to say that the Cowboys – uh, are, are going to the Super Bowl after two weeks. It's ridiculous from the media who sits and waits. There's, there's people out there that have made millions and millions of dollars off of the Cowboys' success and failures. Millions. Stephen A. Smith comes to mind. That's, I mean, come on. Who doesn't know how much he uses the Cowboys? He could give, he, Stephen A. Smith could care less over the Dallas wins or lose. He has latched on to talking about the fan base fan base and as a as a smart man he found something that resonated why not go after the number one team in all of sports with the most devoted and yes i'll agree sometimes delusional fans why not go after that that will elevate me i'll have people that hate the cowboys that will love me and i have people that i'm sorry yeah the cowboys that love me and i have people that love the cowboys that'll hate me <clears throat> but as Vince McMahon has taught us, any pop is any pop is a good pop. When the heel comes out, Hulk Hogan was a great heel. Hulk Hogan was an incredible. The NWO, come on, it changed professional wrestling. When Hulk Hogan got rid of the, the yellow and the red and eat your prayers and say your vitamins and came out to Jimi Hendrix, you know, porno music type, <laughs> it actually – it actually is porno music, I've been told. I, I don't know that. But Jimi Hendrix, you know, and grew the beard and wore all black. People loved it. You remember when Hulk Hogan fought The Rock? This is WrestleMania 17. Go back and watch the first five minutes of Hogan versus The Rock. Hogan and The Rock will both tell you they had no idea what the fans were going to do. The fans went ballistic for Hogan. They blew up for Hogan against The Rock. The Rock. And, and they just they ate it up. Watch, watch the fan reaction the first few minutes towards Hogan. And to The Rock's credit, he, he, he went along with it. And then, you know, the rest is history. But my point is attention in sports is good attention whether they love you or they hate you. Jerry Jones figured that out. Um, and, 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 you know, Vince McMahon has known this for a very long time. And now Stephen A. Smith, Shannon Sharp, Skip Bayless, a lot of these guys that have 
that have made millions and millions of dollars off of the Cowboys, off of LeBron James, off of the New England Patriots and Tom Brady, and, and off of Tom Brady even after he left the Patriots. And so for me, yeah, I, I look, I could have told you, I could have told you when the game was over, go on the Twitter and go to Stephen A. Smith's Twitter feed, and you'll see laughter, and I told you so, and blah, blah, blah. Go to Shannon Sharp. He'll be sipping on his Laportier, which I got to try one of these days, and he'll be saying, you know, see, I told you, Cowboys fan, and go to Skip Bayless, and you'll see him throw a jersey away, or I'm done with that. This is what they do. And you sheep out there, I guess that includes me because I follow, I watch all of that stuff. The difference between me and a lot of people is, I don't really let it get to me. I think I think at times Skip Bayless is a joke. When you take your jersey and throw it away, I know why you're doing it. You're doing it to pander. There happens to be a camera so that you can walk in and take your Dak Prescott jersey or your Ezekiel Elliott jersey and throw it in the garbage because the team played crappy. And so you're done with them. Got it. I understand why you're doing it. You're doing it for effect. I just, my colors don't run. My loyalty don't bleed. Okay, like, like, you will never see that from me. I may get frustrated with my team, but you'll never see me go to that level. I have been a Cowboy fan since 1973, when my dad said to me, "Terry, you can't switch teams just because that team's winning, and so that's your team now." You've got to pick one team, and you stick with that team. That's loyalty. You don't switch from that team. And I looked at the TV, and I said, that team in blue with the star, who's that team? He said, well, that's the Dallas Cowboys. I said, that's my team. I'm going to be. I'm going to like that team. I like stars, and I like blue. I was a young boy. I didn't know nothing about football. I just know that's the team that was on TV. I've seen them before. They had blue and had star in the helmet, and that was the end of it. I never rooted, supported another team. Again. Oh, let me not say rooted. There are times like tonight I'm going to root for the Bucks to beat the Eagles. So, but as far as who my team is, oh, there's no, there's no, uh, there's no, there's no blurred lines here. I am a Dallas Cowboy fan, blue and blue, blue, through and through. And you will never ever hear anything different from me. And there's been a couple times where I was close. And a couple times I was close. But this is my team. So look, Mike said what he said. Ain't nothing wrong with what he said. Dak said the media got what they want. Ryan Clark's like, yeah, you do, Ryan. Ryan, I love you. Not, 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 not that way. I love what he does. I love how he does it. I, I think back to when Stephen A. and him got into it years ago when he was still playing and he was kind of coming, coming. You know, he, you know, he had the. I think he had sickle cell if I remember correctly, or something he had. So there were some games he was missing, and God bless him that, that you know, he, he, he's healthy. And um, But I remember him and Stephen A. had gotten into it, and he said, you know, I've got the same degree you got in mass communications, blah, blah, blah. I can articulate just as well as you can. And obviously that was a long time ago, but you could see it's still on YouTube. I've watched him through his career. I'm older than most of these guys. Me, Stephen A., and Shannon are about all of the same age. These other guys coming up, I'm older than all of them. I'm, I'm, I'm in the same class as Stephen A. and Shannon. I'm in, I'm in that age group. Brian Clark is phenomenal. And he said, I don't care. Yeah, you do. Because you know, just as well as everybody, what sells. You know that the top 10 games for ratings this year, the Cowboys will be in six of them. You know that. 
you know the Cowboys are going to be talked about. That's why you're prepared to talk about them. You're not delusional. You're not over the top. You're not a hater like Bart Scott, who should be fired. Sorry, I'm not one to call for people's jobs, but I'm glad I didn't see him on first. Maybe, maybe, maybe if they don't fire him, maybe they'll give him a break for a while and just take him off TV for a while. Let him do his little radio thing that he does. But that crap he tried to pull last week, then he tried to act like that really wasn't what he meant. Oh, yeah, it was. You, you, were being a, you were being an ass. But, Rand Clark, you're phenomenal at what you do. You have a bright future, and you're the, you're the heir apparent. You know, you're, you're next. Um, Stephen A. Smith moves on, which a lot of people think he might in the next couple few years do other things. He wants to be a late-night TV host. And, you know, there's a lot of things he wants to do. So could it be Shannon and Ryan down the road, right? We'll see. And say you don't really care. You care because it's something for you to talk about. It's your job to care. It's your job to be interested in all of these games, especially the ones that you know at, at 801 on Get Up and at 1001 on First Take. And if you're on NFL Live at 301 or 401, whatever time that comes on, you know 99% of the time the first game they're going to talk about is whatever game Dallas is in, particularly if there's a story about it like that and, and his comments and Micah and them blowing this game. You know. Come on, bro. So, now, I will say this about Dak. Never let us see you sweat, bro. We see, we see, we're seeing you sweat now. I said it on the Mad Voice. I said he's different. He's a little more edgy. He's not, you know, quotable Dak anymore. He said, I don't want to talk about the interception, you know, because people kept asking him. He's like, I guess that comes with leading the league in interceptions. I'm pretty much done answering questions about that. He's not quite as Peyton Manning-ish now. So I think it's getting to him. The pressure is getting to him. The scrutiny is getting to him. And he's got to take a deep breath. And he's got to He's got to do what he says. That I don't know if he really does it. He's got, Dak is a good quarterback. I've been watching. Look, I just told you I started watching the Cowboys in '73. I've been that's 50 years ago. I've been watching football for 50 years. Five of those years, I knew what I was watching. Dak is a good quarterback. He just sometimes makes bad decisions. If he can, if he can cut back on those. That interception was bad. I don't know. Keyshawn said, I know what he was doing. I don't. I don't. And Rex did say what I've been saying. Dak, I know you broke your ankle. It was a a nasty injury a couple of years ago. I know you also had a calf injury. I know you've had other little, you know, injuries. So you're not, you know, and you're, you're about 29, 30 now, right? So, you know, those hits, you know, when you're 25 versus when you're 30 and then down the road when you're 35, they add up. They wear on you. I get it. But right now, if you want to make things better, you got to run more, bro. You got to use those legs more. You're mobile. You're agile. You know, you're not Lamar Jackson, okay? You're not. But you can run. And there's a few times that I was like, well, I don't hit well, it. You know, you get down and it's third and goal from the five. I, I remember before you broke your ankle. Quarterback draws done from there. Five wide, you take two steps back and blast right up the middle, right behind Zach Martin, right behind Biotish, 
I don't think you played. I don't think you were around for Travis Frederick. I have to go back. Maybe, maybe, maybe you did play with Travis Frederick for a year or two before he retired. Not totally sure there because I know Romo had Frederick for most of his career. But right behind wherever your center is, last through. But yeah, man, you gotta. You, you, Rex was right. You gotta move. You gotta move your feet. Move your legs more. You have to. Still a very good team, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, and. I have all the faith in the world that they're going to recover. And let me, let me tell you something. And remember I said this. They're 2-1-1 right now. They're 2-1-1. New England's coming to town next week. So that's going to be – that should be a competitive game. Okay? Anytime Bill Belichick is coaching a team, you cannot sleep on them. So they're coming to town next week. So let's just work with me and say Dallas recovers, rebounds, and wins. It goes to 3-1. and one. You know where their next game, week five, is? It's in San Francisco with a team that should probably be 4-0 by then. 3-1 and Dallas could be going to San Francisco to play 4-0 San Francisco, a rematch of the last two divisional games that Dallas lost. Mark my words. If Dallas wins the next two games, everyone in the NFL will call them the best team in the NFL. I don't care what Miami does. Miami could blow out team 70 to 10, then that doesn't matter. If Dallas beats the New England at home and then goes to San Francisco and beats um, the 49ers in their stadium, at 4-1, and one, Dallas will be considered the best team. They will have rebounded. It was, a, it was a blip. They've recovered. And we'll be right back to where we were before Trayvon Diggs got hurt. We'll be right back to can Dallas, you know, are they going to go in the Super Bowl? It's it's going to change every week. So, Cowboy fans, here's what you got to do. Ride the wave. Don't get too high when we win. Don't get too low when we lose. You can get frustrated. It's okay. You can even get annoyed. Some of you are calling for Dak's job. I get it. But it's a long season. It's only been three games. And we're 2-1 and one after three games. You know how hard it is to get to 2-1? and one? We're 2-1 and one after three games. What happens if Philly loses to to the surprising Buccaneers team that was just in the Super Bowl a couple years ago. They were just in the Super Bowl two years ago. Okay? And so a lot of that roster was in the Super Bowl. So what happens if Baker plays good enough to beat Philly? Then not, not, not what, not what happens. Now what do people think? See, it, everything, it, it, it changes that quickly. Oh, Dallas can't – Philly and San Francisco play a physical-type game, and Dallas can't – you know You know what? You know what um, can douse power? Speed. Speed. Speed and power go head-to-head, that's a good match. Dallas may not have – well, there's a few. Donovan Wilson, there's a few guys that are going bring, to bring the wood. But what Dallas has, I think, over every team defensively is speed. I already feel better. I'm so glad I scheduled this show. Um, I might this show. I might even delete the show to be totally honest. I may leave it on for a while and end up deleting it. I don't know. I feel so much better talking this through because I, I watch these shows and I get on social media and I see and I just get frustrated with just just people not understanding how things work and like they are so quick to pour gasoline and light the Cowboys on fire because they had a bad game and it was a bad game. There's no, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. But I'm not worried about the Cowboys now. They're going to get 11, 12, 
13 victories this year. They're going to either get in by winning the division or they're going to get a wild card and go into the playoffs. Now that's when you got my attention. And I get it. This all the, I, I know how this works. You don't, don't say, what do you mean you're not worried about it or not? I'm worried, but I'm not. I don't want to get bumped by the 49ers three years in a row. I don't want to get bumped out by the Eagles. I don't want to get bumped out by any team. I want to, frankly, I feel like this roster, I really felt this way before Diggs went out, but I think with Jordan Lewis coming back, Jordan Lewis was, was, a, was, a, was a very good cornerback. We didn't have him last year. We didn't have him. Anthony Brown went out. We didn't have Anthony Brown last year. Okay. Deron Bland did. He was a rookie last year. He did get five interceptions, but he's still young. Okay. We got Donovan Wilson back. He got hurt last year. He's back. We got Curse back. Um, Malik Hooker is a pretty good player, although didn't have a good game yesterday, though. I think the secondary is going to hold up just fine, and I think the front seven is going to retool, and Quinn is going to come up with some new scheme, and I think the team will be just fine. Just everybody got to relax. And let Stephen A. do the Stephen A. thing, the laughter and the the, the, the video with, with, you know, he likes talking about the guy that got, I don't see what's funny about the guy who took another girl and lost his girlfriend. I don't really see why that that's funny at all. I, I never once laughed at that. I do think it's funny that he calls out the sister. <clears throat> and the sister's looking like y'all ain't shit. And that's exactly what he wants to say. And I, and I know that look, and he's right. But let him let him do that. Let Shannon Sharp, and I love me some Shannon Sharp, by the way. I, I have no issues with Shannon Sharp. I just, I don't feel the same way when Shannon Sharp does it as I do when Stephen A. Smith does it. For some reason, Stephen A. Smith is just annoying. But let him do this stick. Let Shannon do his thing. You know, let them, let them gang up. Because I'm patient, too. See, I've been a fan for 50 years since I was a little boy. I'm more patient than they are. So if they're going to be patient to wait for the Cowboys to screw up, cool. I'm going to be patient and wait for them to get it right. And I just feel like it's coming. I've said this before, and I've been wrong. I feel like this was a wake-up call. This was you're playing what many people consider to be the worst team in the NFL in their stadium, which if you look, it's all Cowboy fans, and you laid an egg. If y'all don't stop reading the press and stop reading, you know, the funny papers and all that and just go, come out here every week. Michael Irvin, love me some Michael Irvin. Michael Irvin said it best. If I was on that sideline, this would have been a different game. Y'all got to bring that energy. Somebody got – I know I saw that Demarcus Lawrence got the defense together and all that, but somebody got to get that – bring that energy, like, from the very beginning. From the very beginning of the game. Somebody got somebody to gotta bring that energy. Like, I don't care what your record is. I don't care what their record is. Great teams steamroll no matter what. You don't look at the record. You don't look at the roster. You do what you do. You make them adjust to you. You're good enough, Dallas, to do that. Even with Diggs out, you're good enough to do that. That team dictated that entire game yesterday. You were reacting to them, offense and defense. Coming in next week against the GOAT of coaches. He's going he gonna to watch that film, and as much as I hate to say it, he's got Ezekiel Elliott. Do you know why Dallas went from being first in red zone efficiency 
to near the bottom of the league in red zone efficiency because they don't have Ezekiel Elliott anymore. That's one reason. Ezekiel Elliott had 12 touchdowns last year because when they got inside the 10-yard line, they fed him the ball and he found the end zone. And I said they were going to miss that with, with, by, by letting him go. I had hoped they would have kept him as their short yardage back because, as you can see, he would have been worth it. Now you got to go and, and play against your guy, your guy. That's our guy. He's a cowboy for life. I don't care where he goes and plays. I don't care what he does with any other team. Just like DeMarcus Ware went over to Denver and won a Super Bowl. Yeah, well, well, you know, when he went into the Hall of Fame, who did he connect with? The Dallas Cowboys. The Dallas Cowboys. He's a cowboy for life. Ezekiel Elliott's a cowboy for life. Well, guess what? Next week he's a Patriot. He's coming into your house, and I'm sure there's going to be a small part of him. While he loves everybody on that team, he's going out to prove a point that maybe y'all should have kept me. So what you going to do, Micah? What you going to do, D-Law? This was your guy a year ago. Now you got to stop him in his tracks. You got to hit him head up, and I love me some Zeke. God, I love me some Zeke. Sunday, Zeke, you're on the other team, bro. I can't, I can't, I can't with you next Sunday. I can root for you all year. I can't root for you next Sunday at all. And this team has got to meet that challenge head on. You know what Zeke can do. Meet that challenge head on. You got Hankins. You got uh, the new guy, Mozzie, you know, Smith, I think his last name is. You know, you know, Wolf Hunter's back. He's healthy. Like, there's no reason why. You guys shouldn't recover, rebound, and make a statement next week. Make a statement against Bill Belichick's defense. Make a statement. Mac Jones, is, I'm sorry, he's not very good. Do what you need to do. Let's get this ship righted. Now let them, t- let them, let everybody, you know, let them hate. Let them, you know, Dallas is that cannot do. Okay, let them, let them do all of that. Y'all know what you can do. Just go do it. Like I said. Mark my words, two weeks from now, it literally will be two weeks from today, October 9th, if Dallas is 4-1, and one, people will be calling them the best team in the NFL. I don't care what Miami does. Miami can keep blowing people out. They're still going to say Dallas is the best team. You know why? Because they faced adversity. They rebounded. They beat a Belichick team, which you can never sleep on, and they beat the bully. They beat the bully, the big dog in the NFC, the 49ers. They are the bully. And they go into San Francisco and beat them. All of this that we're hearing today and all the stuff we're going to have to hear all week, gone, gone. Just as quickly as all the good stuff went, as quickly as this will go. Mark my words. Remember I said it, September 25th, Dallas wins the next two games. People will be calling them the best team in the NFL. They're listening to me. I appreciate it. Like I said, I just had to get some stuff off my chest. So that's what I came to do. Um, I feel better now. I'm, I'm pumped. I'm psyched. I almost wish they were playing today. But we're going to watch the Eagles tonight. I, I, uh, I'm a Baker Mayfield fan tonight. I don't think he's very good. But I'm going to watch Baker and the Bucks tonight and, and I hope that they can uh, – they're home. So – they're the team I'm going to watch. And I think the Bengals play tonight. I think that's the other game, the Bengals and somebody. I guess I should, I guess I should look it up before I, before I log off because I'm about to 
get on out of here. I hope you guys enjoyed my little uh my little my little uh diet try. Bengals and the Rams. Oh yeah. Bengals are 0 and two. That's gonna be uh we got some good games tonight. Um all right. Well, hey, enjoy football. Madden Voice will be back on tomorrow night with the fellas. Um yeah, you know what, matter of fact, I'm not even gonna do an outro. Thanks for listening. All few settle on the field. We'll be back on tomorrow night. Check me out. Um and hey, by the way, say hi on Twitter. Okay, at the Madden Voice. Shoot me a hello. You know? Let me know how things are going. Let me know who your team is. Okay? Everybody take care. Good night.